I am so blessed because I get to introduce a young lady to you right now who I discovered on social media. And I was just so blessed and impressed by what she is doing. Her name is Tabisa Mkhwebi. She's a mentor, a pastor, motivational speaker, and a life coach. And she uses all these to help people to be confident in themselves and dig deep to finding out who they are in Christ. She's all the way from King Williamstown in the Eastern Cape. Tabisa, good morning and welcome to Radio Pulpit and Radio Cape Pulpit. Thank you so much, Jenna. Uh, Thank you so much. I, I am honored to be in your show today. Thank you so much. I want to start at the beginning, Tabisa, when I look at all the different things that you are doing as a youth pastor, motivational Uh speaker, and a life coach, it does tell me that this was born from somewhere, perhaps a desire to help people. Can you take us back to growing up and where this all started? Oh, um, so yes, I think you've actually said uh, some of what I do and really it came from, it came from somewhere. I think everything actually started coming together in my life the, the day I accepted Jesus Christ. I did not know it then. But I now know that it was the beginning of, you know, purpose uh, unraveling in my life. Um, and, And I think, you know, discovering who I am in Christ has given me the confidence to pursue my my purpose in life and and every day you know Jesus and God just they clarify my path and you know there's certain things that have been laid in my heart so heavily which I you know I took you know the courage to pursue them uh, and it's it's what I do today you know working with young people as a youth pastor uh, working with people as a coach and a mentor all of that stemmed from you know when when Christ just came into my heart I knew uh, he had placed a deep passion to serve his people and I I had a cry in my heart to say Lord how shall I serve them Uh, you you know give me direction give me clarity Mm. and indeed he did that uh, you know uh, and he's he's allowed me to go into spaces uh, which really thrill me which I'm passionate about which is uh, the stuff that you've mentioned before so it came from really just discovering myself in Christ and him giving me the mandate you know I believe that everything I do has been mandated by him uh, and 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 so it's not burdensome you know everything I really do is it's I find it it's not necessarily easy but it's not burdensome some either you know mm. it's what I love it's what I believe I'm called for and and I do it with everything that is within me to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, I can't wait to talk about your mentorship program a little bit later called This Girl Wins. But I want to go back to the moment when you started winning as a young girl, first of all. Take me back to some of I would say the challenging times perhaps that you've experienced as a young girl and how you managed to win through that all. Sure. Um, for me, actually, it, it was a, it was a bit of both, you know, I think st- starting the organization came from um, really some of the challenges I faced and some of the 
I think the the, the wins that I I was able to uh, you know amass along the way, and I and I knew that you know whatever I had gone through successfully, it it was because God had placed people in my life, like He had placed mentors, He had placed my pastors, He had placed older women that were around me, and I knew the value that came you know from having someone around you being a voice of encouragement being a voice of clarity in your life and so i i felt like i owed it to the ones that were behind me to also be what i what i had because i knew that without some of the mentors and the and the and you know and just the support i had i may not have landed where i landed so it was like a, a pass it on a pay it forward type of thing um you know that's how the organization was birthed it was to say let's become let me become who I I had in my life, but but equally so, I had my fair share of challenges. I guess growing up, you know, one of the biggest things that I believe is a is an issue for many of our young girls is the lack of identity. You know, when yeah. you don't know who you are. Yo, you land yourself in hot waters, mm. you know, you land yourself in trouble because you are, you're looking around for affirmation. You're looking around for love. You're looking around for people who are going, you know, to, to endorse who you are and what you have. And you make so many mistakes because I was one of my things. I, I, I mean, I got into wrong relationships, trying to figure out, you know, am I, do I mean something to anyone? Mm-hmm. Am, you know, am I, am I worthy of love? And, and I knew, that identity the identity crisis that many of our girls and young people face it will land them into bigger things and so it's one of the things we speak about so clearly and so passionately finding your identity in Christ because when you know who Christ says you are you become confident in your path you know you you are a no-nonsense type of girl and and women you 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 know you 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 assess out your path you know you know what to say yes to you you know what to say no to because Christ has identity has given you your identity so I guess this girl wins was birthed from that making sure that young people know their identity and they are able to to dream you know because i think one of the other things that limit our young people is just not seeing a clear picture of the yeah. future yeah and when christ came into our life he made me see i could see i mean i wasn't sure of the a b and c like and how it's, it's gonna match together and when but i knew like there was hope in my heart for a better tomorrow i knew god was taking me to a place of abundance i knew god was taking me to a place you know, of significance and impact. And so I believe that it was very important to channel that same, you know, heart and desire and knowledge in our young Mm. people to say, look ahead. There's great things ahead that are found in Christ. So you giving your life to Christ is not just a, you know, just do it for the sake of doing it. He's got great plans to prosper you, to give you your hope, to make sure that your heart's desires are met. And so that's the type of space that uh, this girl wins. And basically all my youth, uh, you know, organizations, That that's the heart, that's the message we carry. Mm-mm. You spoke um, rightfully so now about the lack of identity that a lot of young people are experiencing Looking back at your own life, Tabisa, and then also the girls that you are mentoring, where do you believe this lack of identity among young people and, as I said, yourself in the past stems from? Mm Sure. I think it, for me, simply it stems from being, uh, you know, not, not, not being in Christ, because I think that's where it starts when you 
develop a relationship, an authentic relationship with Christ, he unpacks you to you. He reveals you to you because you don't know yourself well enough either because you did not create yourself. So I think, you know, it, that discord comes from being disjoined with the father. It comes from having having distance with the father because once that you know that that relationship is ignited and 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 you know it starts everybody then knows who they are so i think the issues that we face is because people are have moved away from the father or they have not taken the the step to say lord come into my heart you know reveal me to me reveal your divine plan for my life and that's where i think the problem starts because once that that that's like the initial step that's the igniter of everything once you say yes to jesus once you once you allow him you know to dwell in your heart that's when he he basically he basically starts the process yeah. of self-discovery of, you know, yeah, self-discovery. And I guess key to that is young people need to be introduced to Jesus. Um, oh, that, yes. That starts in the home, yes. Um, but also mm-hmm. the church has a role to play. There was a time when people were saying that the church is not friendly towards young people. I don't know if that is still the case that young people <laughs> feel that way. Um, people were feeling it's not relatable to today's young mm. people. Do mm. you think that we've managed to turn that around? Do young people feel more attracted to the kingdom of God at the moment? Or is there a lot of work that we still need to do? I think you'll always have, you know, a divided, a divided audience uh, when it comes to that. People will really feel like the church can still be doing more, and I, and I concur with that. There's, there's still a lot more we can do, but I really believe that no young person has, you know, a right to say that the church is irrelevant in our time because you know i know you know my peers and other people i work to we're doing everything in our power to make sure that young people know that they have a place in the church that there are programs that speak to them and that speaks to you know what they love and what they enjoy the church has become Become a place of significance, um, and 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 I think we continue to make it such. So there, there is everything that a young person needs in the church. There's programs that the church does, and I mean, I speak for. Let me speak maybe for my my own space and where I mm-hmm. am. You know, together with my team, we always make sure that young people, when they come into the house of the Lord, they 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 can find it such as, as such a place of relevance. You know, mm-hmm. they come in. Uh, there's content that we speak about. There's topics that are relevant to them. There's programs that are relevant to them. And and it's one of the things that actually keeps them in the church when they look around and they feel like, okay, it's not just grannies and grandpas here. Mm. It's young people like us and, and they, they are speaking our language. You know, we, and we're not, we're not, uh, we're not watering down the gospel, but we are making the gospel, um, you know, relevant to them, to their language, to their needs. But, but the, the church is really, the church is doing, I think it's part, uh, young people just need to have an openness to Jesus and, and, you know, take away the excuses that the yeah. church is not relevant because we're doing i think you know with many churches i see on social media many many contemporary mm-hmm. churches who are doing beautiful programs youth conferences youth seminars youth discussions mm-hmm. game nights movie nights all sorts of things that have you know uh, an appeal to young people so people must young people must just come to church and, and really just find out for themselves and see what god is doing in our time 
Absolutely. I, I concur with what you are saying. Tabisa, I do want to ask you, how did you then know that as a young person, you are called to be a youth pastor? What is it that gave you that confirmation that this is your calling? Sure. Uh, I never actually thought of myself or like felt like, oh, there's an urge to become a pastor. I am just a girl who serves, you know, for me, I, I, at the heart of everything I do, it is just to serve God. So I was there just filling a gap in my church. Um, it was a new church about 12 years ago. Um, and my pastor just said, okay, you've got all the energy. You are born again. You love the Lord. Just take care of our young people. Let's see where this goes, you know? Mm. And I just took on that challenge and I was just, I was just getting our young people together, just, you know, playing my role and then I think as as time went by um you know I I I I never really there, there was never really a point where I said I am called you know mm. but people around me started saying we see something in you and my leadership and my mentors started you know just um pointing out to what they see in my life and I became open to it so there was never a point where I said guys I'm called I I, I want to become a pastor it was it was really just you know um taking God's lead and doing what whatever he said I must do until there came a point where those who are ahead of me those who are you know I am I am under their watch said uh, we believe and we see what God is doing in you and we want to, you know, we want to endorse it. And, and, mm. and I said, whatever God and wherever God leads me, I will go. If God is leading me into a path of pastoring, um, then I will go. But it was really never like an ambition of mine. And even today, most of my young people, I always say to them, just call me Sister Tabby. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> the title or no title. All I, all I, all I'm really into is just serving God with everything that is within me and uh, with or without the title, you know. And how do your family feel about it when they realize you're going into this direction? You're doing nonprofit work, basically, whether it is as a pastor, whether it is as a life coach and, and, and your youth organizations. How did your family feel about it? very supportive i come from a family of believers my mom born again my dad was born again everyone uh, my siblings i think we we you know we all subscribe to the same uh, gospel so they were very very supportive and they also endorsed it because i think your family needs to endorse your calling as well because yes. it's one thing to be you know loved and appreciated in the church and when you get home and they're like what what are you talking about who's born again here so my mom you know you know, my mom and my siblings, they support me, they endorse me, and they also have really just made me feel more confident in my calling because of the support and the love that I get from them. So I'm very blessed in that regard. Uh, we are praying family. We are a family of people of faith together, and, and we are walking the journey together. Yeah. Mm. I want to ask you, um, because... Many young people that I interview on the program, they all tell me the same thing. They're telling me there's not enough focus on the mental health and well-being of young people. What is it that you believe we can do more to assist young people to handle the pressures of life? Sure. Um, such, such a, such a beautiful question. And I really, I think I concur with, you know, the, the belief that there's, there's a, there's a bit more that we can do, you know. Um, I, I really, you know, for me, the issue of, you know, mental health is, is, is very close to my heart. 
because I have a lot of young people who, you know, sometimes you find them breaking down. Sometimes you find them becoming overwhelmed and, and really wanting to, you know, throw in the towel. And I believe, you know, the, the issue of mental health is really just about shaping young people to realize how they see themselves matters, you know, because some sometimes the reason why they want to give up or break down or or throw in the towel is because there's just a disjoint, there's a discord with how they see themselves and how they they're making sense of the world. They're allowing their thoughts to really just govern everything because you know something's going wrong at a particular moment it feels like everything is going wrong my whole life is a mess and I always just come back and I say this let's let's get clarity here this area of your life needs focus something's going wrong here it's not your life it's not you it's not everything it's just one particular issue that needs attention and so I think as young people you know we, we always mentors and leaders we need to just get our young people just to slow down and really just you know, put things in perspective, not not allow them to feel like everything's going wrong. My whole life is a mess because that's how I think the mental health, some of the mental health issues come along because mm. they what they think, you know, transpires into what they feel and how they behave and they really behave according to just that area of their life that's not going correctly. And we are there to say, you know, um, get up, you know, try again, you know, you, you can do this, you know, yes, things are not going perfectly according to your expectations now, but things are going to work out. Mm. And I think that's, that's, that's how, that's how we can actually assist them into this, you know, navigating this mental, you know, mental health uh, space, just letting young people believe in themselves uh, and, and govern them thoughts, govern your thoughts because mm. you, you know, your thoughts become your feelings, your feelings be, dictate how you behave. So, so don't allow your thoughts to be, don't give enemy, don't give the enemy a right to manipulate your thoughts. You mm. are what God says you are, you know, regardless of how you feel, regardless of how things are going on now. Uh, but let your thoughts, let your thoughts just be aligned with who God says you are and what God you, says you can do. And, and, and that, that, that's possibly a solution to some of the issues. I know it's a broad topic mm. and sometimes it's other things, you know, that need, need to be looked at. But sometimes most of the time it's really just, feelings that are un you know ungoverned feelings mm -hmm. that are allowed you know to to birth you know certain behaviors and because they're not aligned to god's word they they really just you know take young people out of their out of their line yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Um, I love what you're saying. And I also want to ask you about the pressure of social media. I'll be the first to say that um, social media has a very, very good impact also on young people. It gives us also as the Christians or as the church an opportunity to reach young people in a much mm -hmm. bigger way than we did before. And there's a lot of good Christian content creators um, on all social media platforms, but it also comes with the pressure of social status. Like you need to be able yep. to, to have a certain social status. Um, your house needs to look a certain way. I mean, I've seen so many instances where 
somebody would make a video in a shack, for instance, where they're staying and they would drag that young girl about how her house looks, how her cupboard is falling apart, for instance. Um, So then there's the pressure of weight, the pressure to do things and even to dance and move in a certain way like the world does. Um, As a youth pastor and a mentor to young girls, what is your advice usually to young people about navigating the world of social media as a Christian? Sure. Uh, yeah, you, you've explained it so nicely. That world, that's a different world. That's another world. There. People, yeah. <laughs> people, you know, people with, in social media, people, people can pretend to be number one. People can pretend to be what they're not, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can be nasty. People can really be insensitive, as you have, you know, rightfully pointed out. And I think as, as believers, we just need to be careful not to, not to, like be part of everything you know sometimes mm. some things can just pass you you know you yeah. don't have to comment on every every post sometimes people are trashing the gospel and they're trashing you know the lifestyle of believers sometimes it's just a matter of keeping quiet sometimes there's an opportunity to make a positive you know contribution and where there is and you feel like because the thing is you can't just say anything because you know how people can just take you on like mm. social media i've seen how people take on pastors and i'm like there's just <laughs> no line here people like lines across there's no pastor what what it's just you say you know this and this <laughs> so you just need to be careful everybody yes. just needs to be careful but we can use the platform you can use the platform um you know so well because it does give you reach i mean if there wasn't social media you would have probably never heard of me so yes. but as believers we need to use the platform you know, to our advantage. Let's use it to advance the kingdom. Let's 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 fill it with good news, you know, because the gospel is good news. So when people come into my social media space, I'm always asking myself, what can they conclude by just scrolling through? Can they yeah. immediately see that this is a Jesus girl? Can they immediately see what I stand for and, mm-hmm. and the message of hope that I want them to, to you know to, to have? So if we can be cognizant of that, it would it would really help us because it's one way to you know to endorse and to take forth the gospel but at the same time we need to be careful um you you know not to let ourselves as young people just you know be manipulated and to Mm -hmm. be bossed around in that space you know have your limits create your boundaries block people if people are nasty and they you know they are not wanting to you know be corrected and you are saying them i don't want to talk about this i'm not involved block delete whatever do whatever you need to do just to keep yourself sane otherwise you can lose yourself you can lose your manners you can say things that you will later regret you know Mm -hmm. and by the time you delete by the time you press that delete button someone has already (laughs) screenshotted what you said so that's the that's the that's the that's the other thing that happens so sometimes just stay clear of content and conversations that don't align to who you are mm-hmm. make a positive contribution where you can um and and really but just don't let it don't let it swallow you don't yeah. let it overwhelm you don't don't let what other people are doing you know become the measure for you keep at your own pace keep going in your own journey with the lord and when god grants you when it's your time to get you know things um and 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 you really just want to glorify god through social media go ahead i mean i i, I don't i never post my house or my car when i get it but it's that's just me people are different people as long as whatever you're doing is to, to the glory of god, god do it is. but be careful yeah be careful of just being overwhelmed by that space um yeah very, very wise words here by Tabisa. 
uh, sharing with us today. We're almost out of time, but I do want to ask you about these essay fabulous awards you won. How incredible to be acknowledged for the work that you are doing. If you didn't know, she won the essay fabulous woman humanitarian award as well as the essay fabulous woman empowerment award. Tell us about these awards yeah. and what it feels like to be acknowledged um, and noticed for the work that you are doing amongst young people. It feels incredible, Jenna. It really, it really feels great. Um, I was honored. I mean, I think someone nominated me um, and, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is, these are national awards. I'm just, uh, <laughs> in, in, you know, doing my small bit in a small town. But then immediately after that, I think I began to actually just lift my, you know, my, my head up and I said, okay, let me really just um, be grateful for what God is doing in my life. Let me let me not play it down because it's important work. And and the fact that someone out there, some some board, some you know special people acknowledge that work, I, it, it made me really. It gave me the push. I think it made me. It just gave me the fuel and the wheels to do more. Because the minute I got those awards, I was like, okay, let let's not relax, you know, because this is not what this was for. This is just acknowledgement along the way. But there's lots of work to be done. There's still so much work that I want to do, you know, with young people and with girls internationally. I mean, I mm. see myself doing great work internationally. So the fact that I'm, I've got this, that's this national recognition is just saying I'm. I'm in the right direction. Let yeah. me push. Let me pray for God to open more doors. And it's really just kept me on my toes. Um, and, and I'm trusting God for so much more impact, you know, not necessarily recognition, but impact, impact. for me at the mm. core of what I do. It is that someone might be able to say, I, 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 I got closer to the Lord. I discovered myself. I dreamt again. I, you know, I, I was able to do everything that I was, you know, um, given by God to do because I met this lady so for me at the center of everything is purpose it's impact it's impact 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 so how, yeah I'm, I'm grateful I'm how, grateful how beautiful to hear uh, somebody so passionate about purpose and about impacting people for the glory of God to pursue their purpose as well Tabisa lastly I do want to ask you about your this girl wins mentorship program Tell us about it. What exactly is it that you do? Um, and then we'll get to how people get into contact with you. So please, Bazawani, if you are listening and you want the details, get your pens and paper ready. But let's start with what is it that you do in that program? Sure. This girl wins. I think I think the, the, the name should give you an idea. You know, <laughs> this is a chant of a girl that says this girl, she's pointing at herself. She's not, not disqualifying herself because of her background, because of the mistakes she's made, because of her circumstances. But she says this one, she is destined for greatness. This girl is here, you know, to live her best life. Um, so, you know, really that the, the organization, it comes or, or it the, the mandate for us is to really just raise a breed of girls who are going to win girls who are going to do better than mm. the previous generation girls who are going to lead girls who are going to be educated girls who are going to make wise choices girls who are going to really just you know get into spaces that you know the previous generation wasn't able to get into so mm. we're about just mentoring a girl to her greatness we want every girl to discover her god-given greatness and to unapologetically live her best life you know mm -hmm. looking unto christ the author and her the perfect 
of her faith. So that's what the space is about. It's grooming and, and really mentoring and, and empowering girls mentally, physically, psychologically, spiritually, academically, and in every area you can imagine, just to make sure that that girl ultimately, you know, she wins. And winning is, is different for all of us, but winning in, in a nutshell is really just her discovering herself and being what she was destined to be. So mm. that's what we do. We operate from King Williamstown, but we've got a global mandate. Like I said, mm. we're from born in a small town, but really just, I think this is for the nation. And God has been opening doors for us to go into different spaces beyond, you know, King Williamstown. We've, we've spread ourselves through the Eastern Cape and there's invitations for us to go into other provinces. And, you know, lo and behold, we'll be going into, nationally one of these days uh, you know just raising this rare yes. breed of girls because we are raising really the narrative around girls now is oh I girls you know they just it's just they just do what they want they you know there's no there's there's no boundaries there's no self-control whatever we are changing the narrative we are saying we are going to raise a different breed of girls throughout mm. the world who are going to think differently who are going to live differently and who are going to make a peculiar and unique um, impact so that's what we do um and we 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 are we are really excited about it because um the impact is great and and it's felt by everyone that we we reach and there you have it family this is not just for king williamstown this is not just for the eastern cape it is for all of south africa so if you would like to get in touch it's for all of the world as she said if you'd like to get in touch um write down these details this is how you get more information about this girl wins and tabisa's incredible work that she does where do we do that tabisa um, yeah, you can contact us on our social media platforms. We are on Instagram. Um, I am Huebi Tabisa, uh, but the organization itself is This Girl Wins on Instagram. And the same thing on Facebook. Um, we are This Girl Wins. And I am um, Tabisa M Speaks. I am Tabisa M Speaks on Facebook. So you can inbox either me on my personal capacity or the organization. Um, and we will, you know, we are always looking for people to partner with people to, you know, invite, invite us into their spaces so that we can make um, a difference. Yeah. Thank you so much. And what a difference you are making indeed. Tabisa Mkwebi, I appreciate your time. Love what you are doing. And do know that we as a family, as your kingdom family, we are praying and we are cheering for you to continue to win. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Jenna. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you.